This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published monthly by the Masonic Service Association of North America since 1923. This is Brother David Kahns of United Lodge No. 8, Brunswick, Maine, presenting to you Volume 49, Number 7, July 1971. Masonry as Our Way of Life. This short talk is an address by Most Worshipful Brother Roger R. White, Grand Master of Masons in Maine, which he has used frequently in visits to constituent lodges in his jurisdiction to give them good and wholesome instruction about the basic philosophy of the craft. It is reproduced in this form with his kind permission. Since God placed man on earth and made man in his image, there has been need for a service to humanity a brotherhood that would benefit all mankind. In every civilized country in the world, the health and welfare of the individual has become the concern of his fellow man. Freemasonry, with its antiquity and the lessons portrayed in its several degrees, fulfills the need of this brotherhood. Everyone is placed on this planet for a purpose. As Masons, we have a mission to perform. We are aware of the fact that the numbers of our days, months, and years are limited. And it is our duty and responsibility to complete that mission in the allocated space of time. As a Mason, you are casting a shadow daily upon everyone who comes in contact with you. The influence of a person depends, in large measure, upon the extent to which one invests himself in others. The Masonic fraternity is founded on the rock of human dignity. That is the basic concept of all the lessons taught in all the rituals of the craft. The words of the ritual may vary from place to place. They may be in different languages from country to country, but the fundamental principle of the fraternity is that man is an individual and should be treated as such. In every man, there is a quality that deserves respect. The theory of speculative masonry is that the major effort be directed toward the development of character and improvement of life and conduct in the individual brother who is mentally, physically, and morally qualified to benefit from the teaching, and has a desire to learn and improve. Masonic truth is eternal, but it must be shared or it ceases to flow. Dedicated leadership can further expand our fraternity and go on to larger growth and greater service to humanity. The world is ready and waiting for the application of Masonic truth in areas beyond the limited scope of the individual brother, into a larger field of public life as a remedy to the virus of lawlessness and disruption that is affecting the entire body of humanity today. Being a great lover of nature, I like to think of masonry as a flower, a flower growing in the garden of our great society. With many distinctions in membership, what a variety of flowers we have in that beautiful garden. Some of them are living and existing under the most adverse conditions, possessing little of beauty and less of interest to the careless observer, but full of instruction to the reflecting mind. Others, like our great Masonic leaders, are blooming forth, unfolding their beauty for all the world to enjoy. Nurtured with knowledge, cultivated by kindness, and blessed with true compassion, they are living examples of our great Creator's work. Freemasonry is not for everyone. We guard well our portals and accept only those who we believe will add strength to strength. The poor, as well as the rich, knock at the doors of our temples and gain admission, for we have learned that a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things he possesses. 
Freemasonry chooses good men, educates and polishes them for a place in our profane world, thus fulfilling its intended purpose of building a new and better society, a monument that will increase in perfection with the passing years and constitute a glowing legacy for the future. Our charity is not evaluated entirely in the terms of currency. Charity comes from the heart of the individual and is one of the great lessons taught in all the degrees of our order. As Masons, it is our duty to practice it diligently in our daily lives, not only to the members of our great fraternity, but to all mankind. We look to God for our strength and inspiration in all our endeavors. As a man on bended knee, you willingly declared your belief in God as you received and pursued the degrees of Freemasonry. Ours is not a religious society to replace any church, but Masonry, through its belief in God, endeavors to make good men better and prepare them with more of the cardinal virtues of life to fulfill the goals that they seek in this changing world. Ours is an educational and charitable fraternal order, the structure of which is derived from the medieval builders of the great cathedrals. With knowledge and skill, they erected the superstructures that were the wonder of all who studied and admired them. As builders of better men in this era of conflict and confusion that is troubling the world today, we can make masonry a way of life and a most valuable contribution to all. There is but one power on earth which should have the right to sever the tie which binds one mason to another, and that power is death. And as masons, we have all been taught the immortality of the soul, the life beyond the grave. Now, what has inspired good men for the last 250 and more years to give of their time and talent in the promotion of this ancient craft? Men in all walks of life, presidents of large institutions of learning, able men in government, who by their thoughts and by their actions control the destiny of our great country, business and professional leaders on all levels, and humble men like you and me. It is the moral and spiritual uplift they receive from doing something worthwhile. The satisfaction of working one with another, side by side, as members of the oldest fraternity in the world. The acceptance of a need for service to humanity in the community, the state, and the country in which they live. And most important of all, it is that spirit of brotherly love and affection, that cement which unites the bonds of friendship and makes us as living stones for the great temple, not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. This, my brethren, is masonry is our way of life. These are my convictions. This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry. And this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast, brought to you by the Masonic Service Association of North America, for the purpose of supporting the worthy goals of disaster relief campaigns, hospital visitation, and the spread of Masonic information and knowledge. If you agree with supporting these worthy goals, please donate. And thank you.